people, welcome to Cremas en Coquito. I am Napoleon. And I'm your girl, Christina. So today, it's going to be a heavy one, even for me. Yeah. It's going to be a heavy one. So, so the topic that we're talking about now is, um, should a married man leave if he discovers that his wife is infertile? Mm-hmm. Or we can say it the other way. If you're married, should anybody leave if, if either the man is the reason why or the woman? What do you think? Hell Infertility. No, I don't think that is a reason to leave um, because we took vows for sickness and health. And that is a, like a sickness, right? A sickness? Yeah, because we got to- have so many things we got together, wrong with We got you. together to build and multiply, correct? That's the goal of getting that, married. I don't think that's in your vow. A lot of different people have not the vows. Yeah, so the goal of getting married, right? You the goal join of getting together with is someone. To live together forever. No, no, you can live together forever and, and love not get each married. other forever. Yeah. A lot of married couples don't even want kids. So, are you saying people who don't want kids shouldn't get married? No, that's not what I'm saying. We're not going to do that. The typically the goal of getting married, right? When you get married with, with someone, you're building a life with someone you're building it so you can live it leave whatever you built to the generation that follows you right if Bec- that's what you want but if you're getting together and getting married and what are you gonna do you're gonna build it and, and do what with it give it to somebody else's kids, else's kids. Yeah. yeah your family members but that's why if you don't have kids then living just becomes like about you and your spouse, and that could be even more fun too. It is fun. So you got you get to do whatever you want, whatever, whenever you want, without thinking about anything. Um, yeah, but it just depends. It really depends on the couple, and that I think. Um, so let's talk about us, right? Mm-hmm. We were we were together for how many years before we had Miles? I think let's like, say like six seven, or six, something. seven, right? Right, and we were married. So let's say when I always wanted kids. I know that I always wanted kids. Um, I don't. I, I think we always talked about it, and you said if it happens, yeah. But if we if we don't, then fine. I don't think it was like a deal. Like you never made it clear that it would be a deal breaker for you. Like if I could not have kids, you would leave me. I've never felt that. Okay. You've ever said that. I probably never said that in the back of my mind, right? I think I've always thought it because and that'd be horrible. Oh, That's I've always you have to say to no, the person. I've always I mean, I definitely thought that I made it clear, but you're telling me that I didn't. So I know that I've How thought it. I know that I've thought it multiple times, right? Because I didn't want we didn't want kids and I know I particular exactly. I particularly didn't want kids earlier, right? The goal was right, that we spoke about, we were going to enjoy ourselves and live our lives, right, for at least a couple of years before we have kids. That's what I remember the mm-hmm. conversation was. So, therefore, you knew I wanted kids. Yeah, but we also sometimes would joke like, oh, we don't want any kids to our families and stuff No, like I that. never joked that way. Um, you used to joke that way. Okay, so let's say six years go by and now we realize, because we, we weren't trying for kids, right? Now we start trying for kids. And then we can't and we have realize them. We can't get pregnant. We can't have them. Then we you go to the doctor. No, no, we go to the doctor because you, you have to figure out what it yes, is, uh-huh. right? So we go to the doctor. They do my sperm count, right? They will see that my sperm count is good, right? <laughs> then they go to you and they check you out and they see that something's wrong with you because I don't know. I don't know 
what kind of stuff can be wrong with women. So I'm not going to speak in okay. depth about it, but something wrong with you okay. and you can't have kids. Right. Mm-hmm. If that's something that's strong in me that I want kids, uh, if you don't want me to leave or if you say that's wrong for me to, 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 to leave and I do not want to adopt. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm very strong in I want to raise something that is of me. Right. I don't want to adopt anybody else's kids. I don't want to step into another household that has kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it is fair to me? Do you think the relationship would still progress and I would still be happy with you? that's that's the thing okay like if you you would if you get to the point where it's like draining you and you are depressed because you know you will never have anything of you then i think it would the 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 relationship would just begin to deteriorate on its own anyways Mm -hmm. and we would just have to get a divorce right Mm -hmm. but me knowing that i made you happy before you even thought about having kids and then because I am unable to give you kids, it's just like, I think it's just a devastating thing to think, even think about. Like, Do you think I'm heartless for leaving? You think that's heartless? Yes, you think do. that's betrayal? If my body couldn't do something. I'm already dealing with that internally. Like, what the hell? I'm not able to do something I'm supposed to do. What society says I'm supposed to be able mm-hmm. to do. Because many women aren't able to get pregnant they have infertility issues mm-hmm. i don't for different reasons mm-hmm. um could even be the foods we eat it could be anything so um i think that's just like we said our vows for no reason you really didn't mean sickness and in health because that's sickness okay. whatever i can give you you know if i can give you a legacy then you'll stay so let's do it the other way mm-hmm. right so let's say that we go to the doctor and we find out that it's me. I have a low sperm count or my guys are just not swimming forward. They're swimming backwards. Right. And let's say that you had a vision of having four kids and now you're with me and you know, I cannot provide you not even one. What, what do you think? Do you think that you have a grounds now to leave me? No, I think it's, horrible both ways i think you would should look into um adoption different ways to yeah get a kid together so you think that we should uh, exhaust um ivf clinics ivf maybe a surrogate mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. to go and do to go and have a kid yeah even adoption because not, adoption is not not for my first kid. a family not for my first kid right I, i'm not I, I I'm not going to say that. Yeah, not for my adopt. first kid, but adoption, yeah, you're right because before I said I'm against adoption, but I'm not I'm not completely against adoption. I just do not want that to be my first kid mm-hmm. to be adopted. Um I think that I should I should raise my kid before <laughs> I before I raise anybody else's in any capacity or whatever. And I and I know that sounds extremely selfish, but that's just how I'm designed. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have love That's for other people. Yeah, I don't have love for other people's kids. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just not in me. Even though I love my kid to death, mm-hmm. I, I just can't see myself loving another man's kid in any capacity, mm-hmm. and on the same level as mine. Mm-hmm. So that's just me. <laughs> that's You've me. Always been on that wavelength. Always, always, um, and forever. Yeah, I just think it's selfish. 
to for leave a someone. Mm-hmm. To leave someone because after they've been married. Yeah, when you like just because you find out they can't bear you children, I think that's super tough for the woman already. And now it's like you're punishing me for something I have no control over. Punishing you? Yeah, because number one, I what can't about, have kids. What number about me? Two, that's now punished. you're gonna leave me. What about me? That's punished. And then I'm gonna have to see you walking around with somebody else. And and your own kid in what three years from now? But what about me? What about me? That's punished. You talking about you? That's punished because your body can't do what it Mm -hmm. what it was designed to do, right? What about me? That's being punished. We're punished together. Oh, so as long as we're both suffering together, right? But yeah, that's what you signed up for. Hmm. Okay. So yes, you're right. That is what I signed up for. I, suffer together yeah i agree whenever you get married that is what you sign up for whatever whatever comes of it comes of it um i just know for me not having kids would be a hard pill for me to swallow at first for a fact mm-hmm. right it will be something that i would think about it would be something i would resent you for for even a little bit i would definitely resent you for a bit my attitude towards you definitely would change. Yeah. You right? wouldn't. I don't think beginning. you would respect me as much. Um, the respect level probably would, would go down. Yeah, right? for sure. No matter how crazy that sounds, the respect level would probably go down, and it would be a lot to build it back up. Mm-hmm. It would be like I would feel like I would with you. If I couldn't give you a kid, I think I would have to really be on like some. Oh my god, like. Let me kiss your ass type thing mm-hmm. every single day for you to even consider staying with me. Mm. <laughs> mm. And but, I think and I think I think on the other end of it, if it was me and you you could have kids and it was me that couldn't have kids, I don't think um there would be anything that I can do to make you want to stay or oh, make wow. amends for it. No, I don't think so. I don't think I could bring myself to leave you for that. I don't even know if I would even resent you for that. I would just think of other options. I think you... No, let's say you want to have kids naturally. Like, you have an urge. You like... You're like... Because I know for you and for women, you guys are like, if I can't... Like, you always say that if I'm doing it, why can't you do it? That's your mindset mm-hmm. regardless. So, if you can have kids and I can't, I think you are going... You would look at me definitely as less of a man, right? Number one. I don't think that I would. I think you would look at me as less of a man because, number one, you would tell everybody first, oh, I want to have kids. Listen, everybody will know that you want to have kids, right? It will be I out in the air. So. It will be I would out. say, no, we don't want to have kids. Um, so we, you would protect would, me. But we would have to focus on our own legacy. Like, it can't be like, we're not going to have any kids and we're not doing any, anything with ourselves. You see, so now, so that's what it would be. So now you would you would come down harder on me than you already do. As far as meeting goals and everything mm-hmm. else or whatever, I don't think you would cater to me as much anymore, right? Like you would, I think you would hold it as I have this over your head in a relationship, right? And you would act accordingly. Because that's what me and you do. We, we act accordingly. We adjust to whatever it is and we, we move on with life. Mm-hmm. So I believe that you would make my life a, a little <laughs> harder. I think you'd make my life a little harder. I think that you would when when the opportunity um presents itself you would throw the shot in my face um 
publicly if other people are having kids that we know in our circle you'll be on some look look this person's having kids and look at that you can't like you would say it i don't think you would say it to hurt me but you would point it out and it would definitely hurt me right because i know it's me that's not and i think i would eventually me i would get to a point where i'm like it's not fair to do it to you because um that's me putting you in a in a in a in a worse mental state that you that i found you in you know what I mean? And I don't think that's fair. Okay, so let's say you want more kids. Let's say you want more kids, and I couldn't give you more kids. If I wanted more, you couldn't. You gave me one already? I gave you one. That's a compromise. <laughs> it's a compromise. My, ur- my urge for, for more kids, I'm now more open to adoption. I'm more open to whatever else now. You know what I mean? Because I have my child. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's where I'm at. That's what I'm... Okay, well, what if... Because we had a miscarriage not too long ago, right? Mm-hmm. So what if the first child... Uh, so many people ha- get pregnant and then it just doesn't come to fruition. Okay. You could be, you could have stillbirths and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. What if that happens? Like over and over and over, over and over and we keep trying and... That's a different... Would, that's would a different... You, no, that's a different circumstance. It's not anything that... Um, I can hold above your head because, like you said, I saw what you went through um, during the miscarriage, right? And I think it was awful. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's traumatic. Um, I, I, I saw you suffering even though you tried to take it, take it like a G, right? I saw that every day you were just like, when is this over? When is this going to stop? You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, I have to continue life even though, like, like the life that I was trying to bring into this world is gone. Mm-hmm. So... I saw that in you. So for me to go and say, oh, my God, like you are trying and we're trying to do it. And it's just like out of our control. And for me to hold over your head, I think that's completely insensitive. You know, what I mean, I think that's completely e- e- illogical. I think. <laughs> OK, and I'm not a logical person. Well, that's good, at least. No, I, I would not hold anything over your head because God, what is to say it's it's you that's the problem? What if it's yeah. me? That's the problem. Why? Because we never we never dive into it. We always just hear women have miscarriages and we think it's just them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we don't really truly know. You know what I mean? We know that um, when we went to the doctor, we know that they were saying um, they didn't hear a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Right? And I know I was holding out hope. And I was just like, oh, maybe it's just too early. Right? And then when you came back and you told me that um, they said within two months, mm-hmm. I think, it would if if there's no heartbeat, it will naturally happen by itself. Or they gave you an option to take a pill or something, right, mm-hmm. for you to do it immediately. And from me and you, we firmly were like, no pill, right? We're not doing that. If if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen naturally, right? Um, I don't know if going forward, if we got that news, what we would do mm-hmm. if we would pick the same thing. Because I saw you suffered, I saw you suffered the other way. Um, and it's a horrible thing, the what you guys go through for us. And it's horrible. Like I, I have I have I've always had respect for you. Mm-hmm. Right? But I have a deeper respect for you. More than you bringing my child into this world, the miscarriage had made gave me a a different look <laughs> on life. Because um I used to think when women have miscarriages uh, that they're broken, mm. right? Yeah, I don't exactly. view you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't view you as being broken. 
mm-hmm. right? Um, if if that if you had a miscarriage before we had miles, I probably would have thought you was broken. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> really, really, 100%. I probably <laughs> yeah, I probably would have thought you was broken. And I know that's insensitive, but I probably would have thought you was broken. But going through life, life is about experiences. Um, you you're my life partner. That's what I look at you as my life partner. Um, whatever whatever things come to us in life, we handle it. No matter if we have to go through rough patches. We handle it, and in the end, we come out, and the way we come out, we live life on that other side. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same thing I was trying to say about um, if you just never get to have kids with somebody, that's that's it. That's that's your life partner that you chose before this was even a problem. But having, having a miscarriage is different from never getting pregnant, though. You get me? I think most women get pregnant and have miscarriages that never get pregnant. Do you, so I was under the, the assumption, right, that we were talking, when we say women can't have kids, right, we were talking about women who can't get pregnant. Or we're talking about women who just can't There are women bring, who can't get pregnant either. So we, but so, I think that's, I don't know the stats on that, but just me knowing women, most women... Just can't carry a child full to term. full term. Okay. It's there's so much that goes into pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, all the intricate, crazy details of the female body carrying a child. There's just one billion things that can, that can go, go wrong, wrong. Mm-hmm. from conception to mm-hmm. delivery. And knowing people that have had stillbirths. That is that is, is the heart to me. I'm a man, crazy, and I know that's devastation yeah. that you're carrying a child and you still have For to deliver months. the child as if you're gonna get something in the end and you're not. Not only that, then you lactate. Yeah, and and then your body still is <laughs> acting reacts like you have a as child. if exactly. Uh, so that's child. being re-traumatized for you guys, mm-hmm. right? So I can only imagine. And what then you imagine guys dealing with a man saying, "Oh." You're broken, I'm out. And yeah. then seeing that man with a new wife and a child three years later. Yeah, yeah. Very It's devastation. It is devastating. It is it's very insensitive to do it. But it's also I know that we're selfish. And overall we pick self uh preservation, preservation. right? So I know if I had to I'm choose me or my you, legacy over if, everything. Yeah, if I had to choose between me and you, I would choose me. Mm-hmm. right in the end or whatever and i know if you had to choose between me and you you would choose you so now what if you want a boy and That's your wife is, is like popping out girls and My, many men back then thought it was the woman that was yeah that's what i'm saying wrong meanwhile it's the man who's we dictate the sex yes. yeah that's what i'm saying like no and they're going from women to women, and getting, getting divorces, and getting the same results. And then it's like, oh, all you women are broken. I know those men who went to different women and got the same results in their mind, even though they never admitted it, knew it was them. Because <laughs> once you start changing different stuff and you get the same results, like any logical person, which I believe men are logical, would know it was them. Because that's, that's, that's what I would come to. I would go, oh, shoot, it's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's for sure me. But no I don't. Sorry, no nothing. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think um, if I wanted, let's say, 
let's say we want we want another child, right? And we already got a boy. Mm-hmm. I know you want a girl mm-hmm. next, right? If if you if we got a boy next, how would you feel? I would. That'd be it. Done. I know. I know. I wouldn't not. even try for a third one. Oh, I'm done. Because imagine three boys now. That'd be done. beautiful. It'd be a beautiful thing. Done. That'd be a beautiful no. thing. I I want a daughter now, right? Just to have the the dynamic, right? And daughters are the ones that do take care of you in old age mm-hmm. more than your son would. Even though I think Miles will probably take care of you <laughs> for a fact in old age more before he take care of me or whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> but but they I, go with their wives, you know. Men mm. follow their wives. Men follow their Women wives. Women follow their parents. <laughs> I don't think so. I just think I just think that women are nurturers. You're natural nurturers. Men are not nurturers, right? I think that's what it comes down to. So in old age, women default to what they know, what's in their nature, to nurture, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I believe. It's not about guys following this and women following that, because um, even even with um, with my family, my whenever my mom was in a hospital and she's going through her stuff, right? Uh, mm-hmm. My sister flew in from Texas. My sister is the one that's more attentive, um, going over there, making cooking, mm-hmm. making sure that she's straight, right? Um, because she can't do it for herself, mm-hmm. obviously, before me and my brother would, mm-hmm. right? Who and are here. Who yeah. are here, who are here in the, in the actual state, right? So, and I don't think that's a, I just think that's a, a woman, a, a nurturers, right? And men were not, right? Even it's- though... Even though I know if my sister was not able to do it, that I would have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's only because I would have to is why I would do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't choose it like how y'all do. <laughs> mm-hmm. But let's let's talk about the um, the stillbirth a little mm-hmm. bit more. Uh, what do you think families experience from stillbirth? Like, how do you think, do you, trauma. do you think a mis, what do you think is, is more traumatizing, a miscarriage early on or a stillbirth? I've thought about that a lot. Um, it, I think stillbirths are. Me too. Me are too. a lot. I think both are so traumatizing, but I think something is to be said about women who carry a baby for months, go through every single, um, emotion the morning sickness yes all those things for months and then have nothing to to show for actual deliver um a baby and you see and you get to hold your baby and you even have to do a burial ceremony if you choose to do that for your child it's it's child. It is. It is nice. Footprints. It, It is nice that they even do that now and they try to make it kind of like a like a ceremonial yeah. kind of passing um, that's insane to me some people want choose to hold their stillborn um baby i know but you I, I know you would choose to hold oh my god i don't think i would give my child up you would you would carry you would ca- you carry the stillborn home i i would want to but i don't think i'd be allowed to mm-hmm, definitely not definitely not you're not going to um, carry a um a corpse to your house yeah but horrible yeah i know that sounds very crazy but that's what it is though um yeah for sure um stillbirth i would have to say would be the 
I would have to. I would have to agree with you because I'm I'm not woman. <laughs> I'm not a woman. I don't go through it. I go through it through your mm-hmm. eyes, through your experience. I don't think if I didn't already have a child that I would be able to survive that. Mm, yeah, exactly. I don't think so either. Like I think I would be able to survive it because I have to survive for my other child. Like I would think I'd be in a deep depression. Hmm. For a stillbirth, like you already named that baby. Yeah, you already you named already it. have perhaps furniture and a room and clothes. Oh yeah, for a stillbirth, for a fact. Because now, now you got to go home, and now you have to go in that room that's never going to be filled, and redesign it, which is which is another like that's like another re trauma traumatizing you from it. It's deep, and for me as a man, if I was bonding with a kid, which what I was scared of always with Miles, right, mm-hmm. was to bond with him while he was in your stomach mm-hmm. being grown and he never made it to this earth, right? That would rock me to the core, like to the core. I don't think it would be something that I would be able to get over mm-hmm. even years because I think I would, I would definitely be like, oh, my God. I've actually for once in my life put all trust, all faith, Right in, in vulnerability, vul- being extremely vulnerable, right, and then just leaning on the unknown, mm-hmm. and then this is what comes to me. You know what I mean? Like I would probably think about, damn, that got to be karma. Mm-hmm. That got to be everything I've ever done to everybody, every, every whatever, like, <laughs> every bad decision yeah, you like, ever made. Like damn, bad to both of us. Yeah, like like they got. And I never do nothing bad. Yeah, I wouldn't even think about you. I would think about. <laughs> I would solely think about me. Like damn, they did me like that, or whatever, which is insensitive, but <laughs> insane. Golly. So yeah, when I went to that miscarriage, I was listening to podcasts on miscarriages and stillbirths and the things I heard about stillbirths um I had to I, f- I had to cry listening to it like mm. because I couldn't even imagine what these moms and women go through and you see me I did and then the- on Mother's Day nobody's celebrating you when you are you count yourself as a mom and I think so should everybody else and I, because you were a mom, and you have a angel child yeah. that everyone forgets about. Nobody celebrates their birthday, and you're constantly thinking about how do I keep my child alive? Alive. Mm-hmm. And me, on the other end, what I was doing was um, actively trying to avoid things that had childbirth, things that had to do with children or people mm-hmm. announcing that they're pregnant. I was actively trying to avoid that instead of deep diving how you did mm. for me it's the opposite way if if i go through something traumatic like that i kind of isolate myself it's more of isolation um oh and also when you when when you was going through it and i was supporting you i really appreciate it when you um when you asked me how i felt how was i taking it how was i dealing with it because um I think that's growth in our relationship because I don't think before you would even ask that question, you would just be like, you'd be like, nigga, it's me that I'm the one that's going through it or whatever. <laughs> you ain't go through nothing. You ain't carry through nothing. You ain't the one bleeding. You ain't the whatever because I know that's you. You know what I mean? So for you <laughs> yeah. so for you to be suffering, for you to be actively going through the process and for you to go and say, babe, are you okay? You know what I mean? Because I, I know that it's, it, it's traumatizing for me physically. 
but I know for you mentally, you know what I mean? And you saw how I was trying to um, be a little more, way more active and, you know what I mean, like touching your stomach and mm, doing yeah. all that stuff more than miles, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to make up for the mistakes that I've done mm-hmm. with with the first one. So I know that if we went to the second trimester and then something like that happened, woo, that would have been like, oh, and this is why my I God. That's that's what would have went through my head. <laughs> Unfortunately, it would have been like, you know what? I jinxed it. I'm the one yeah. that did it, you know what I mean, and all the other stuff. But really, it's not anything <laughs> we can control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And moms have all these, um, you know, working moms have all these expectations, right? And mm-hmm. then just guilt of like, was it something I did, ate, screamed a little too much, like exerted exerted myself too much lifted something had too much stress anything Mm um even though like doctors assure you it's not anything you could have done it's more of a imbalance uh chromosome imbalance or something like that um it was not a viable it was just not a viable pregnancy yeah, that's what wonder, that's like, what they say. That's what they. That's how doctors um how do justify really it. That's yeah. how they justify it yeah. now. But to me, me looking at um, what was it? What to expect and the bump and all these stuff when we had miles, right? Mm-hmm. I do understand that the heart is what forms first, mm-hmm. right? And if they say it's not viable and they can't hear a heartbeat, it's because the heart didn't form mm-hmm. or whatever. So that makes sense to me. Like, and then it's all these things like, was. Did, like, if it was informed, like, was there a spirit? Like, you know, was there Was there ever something? There? I don't know. Like, thinking about it in a spiritual, yeah, like, way. was it really alive, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, um. Like, or was it, you see, did it never happen? You see, spirit? that's crazy because before, talking about alive and all that other stuff, before I used to always think that um when it's inside your belly even the whole first trimester i would be the one to go and say oh it's okay to get like an abortion the Mm -hmm. first trimester because it's not really uh i don't know what the terms are embryo whatever it is but to me a fetus whatever it is i don't know what that terminology is but i thought the first trimester they're not considered like alive really you know what i mean not really Mm -hmm. like a like a human being or something that you can you can go and say um like every, you know how women always go and say that the heartbeat yeah. stuff, and as long as it has a heartbeat, it is a it is an active child, and it's it's murder mm-hmm. if you were to um, have an abortion. But me knowing me knowing how pregnancy is now, going through it and everything, I'm like, you find out the earliest maybe like five weeks, yeah, that you're pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. By five, six weeks, seven weeks for sure, the kid already has a heartbeat. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. When you find out that you're pregnant, the kid is already like it's already in everybody's mind. It's already murder. If you yeah, yeah, it's already murder though. If you were to abort the child, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Right now, present day, I don't know where I am on that topic, right? But I am more sensitive to abortions. I am more sensitive to. Bring it in life, bring it in life and how delicate it is and mm-hmm. just women in general. As much as I bash single mothers and everything else, um, I'm, I'm extremely sensitive to 
women, and if not all women, my woman for a fact, <laughs> right? <laughs> for Thank a fact, God. yeah. For my, <laughs> yeah, my my woman, I am extremely sensitive to what you go through, right? Um, because when we don't experience things, when we um, when we haven't gone through things, you really are not speaking from a genuine place when you're giving advice or when mm-hmm. you're just talking. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So me having lived experience, I have a whole new respect for you. Um, not saying that I didn't respect you before, but I have a whole new respect for you. Um, even after everything, the way you took it like a champ, um, I would say I was even weary of even being intimate with you after post because of just the trauma um, and everything else. Were you? I couldn't tell. You definitely could tell. <laughs> you definitely could tell because I wasn't. I wasn't gonna initiate sex first after that. You, you, you I know you clearly saw that, or whatever. I was not gonna be one to go and say, um, "It's okay now to have sex." I was more like, mm, "I'm not gonna say nothing until I'm you ready. give me some kind of signal that it's okay for me to pursue." Okay. Again, or whatever, because it is trauma. It is traumatizing, right? And I and I did not want to be insensitive. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't want to be selfish, and I didn't want to be insensitive, especially <laughs> in that you. moment. Yeah, come on. I've learned you have you have whipped me into shape, because the <laughs> old the old me would not have cared, would not have cared. Barbaric. Yeah, much? I would not have cared, and I would have just been focused on my needs. So um, you have evolved me. You have evolved me. Ooh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for the evolution. Um, thank you for opening civilization up. Civilization is Civilization. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, but yeah, I had I had to um, control my natural urges. That's what I had to do. And um, I learned how to do it a little bit more. Graceful. Throughout that. Yeah, throughout that process. <laughs> but what else do you want to say on this topic? Um... I would just say that if you consider leaving a woman because she cannot bear your children, I think that's very selfish and juvenile Mm. and you should never be a husband to anyone else. Mm, Rough. (laughs) That's rough. Um, Um, It's very insensitive. Yeah. Insensitive. I agree insensitive and i agree you do not understand what it means to be a husband so oh i think i'm i think i may agree with that as well too i may agree with you don't know what it is to be a husband if you're leaving someone because they can't have kids but i will also tell you that unless you've been through it unless you are in that space in your life unless you have some values or you were raised the correct way right or you value women or your relationship in a way that you should value it that that probably is a mistake that I think a lot of men would make. Mm. Yeah, a lot of men are selfish. So. <laughs> I agree. That a lot of a, a lot, lot of men make. and women are selfish. Everybody is looking out for their own Here benefits. That's what it is. Everybody looks out for their own benefits, and if our visions and our goals align, that's the only way we're we're gonna start giving in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that's not uh, exclusive to men. Well, on that note, with this very deep conversation, thank you guys for listening to our TED Talk. 
(laughs) (laughs) And um, allowing us to be open in this space and sharing our madness of a life. Our life is not madness. Every everybody everybody goes through some kind of um, devastation, trauma, setback. Um, we we're not any different from anybody else. No matter yeah, how you we never try think it's to. Happen to you yes, it exactly, exactly. So it was a very humbling experience, mm, yeah, to, to say, say the least. least. <laughs> to say the least, it was a very humbling experience. It's an experience that I've that I've learned from. Um, I know that I will never forget um, our unborn child, who's now an angel. Um, I have marked the date in our calendar. Uh, I would like to celebrate. I know you would like to celebrate every year. And I think that going forward, having a positive mindset, uh, not forgetting what happened, but have a, a positive mindset and really letting go, letting go and letting what will happen happen. Yeah should be our mindset going forward what are your thoughts yeah i agree i just that that really um changed my perspective on life too and i was like okay i gotta be i'm not gonna let this happen in vain like i'm gonna change something in my life Mm -hmm. and that to me is like trying to have a less stressful job so um yeah was that i feel like I will start trying again once I get to that place of not having a stressful job. And again, it's not your fault. It's, <laughs> it, it is not necessarily stress Yeah, I know. that's doing it. But I do understand what you're saying. I do get it. Um, again, I align with you on this mm-hmm. topic because you're the one that's carrying the child, right? And it will be selfish of me. To just go and say you're just gonna carry the child, whatever this and that or whatever. So I, I'm like I will, I will wait until you're you're ready, until you're open to um, trying again, and hopefully it will be sometime soon, <laughs> right? <laughs> hopefully it will be sometime soon because Miles needs a sibling. I do not want him. I do not want him to, to be have because he already got the only child syndrome. syndrome. You know that already. He's very spoiled. He's the center of everybody's world. Yeah. Um, and that's not a bad thing, right? But he, it with his personality, he definitely needs takes him. advantage. He yeah, needs. For he needs. Yes. He has mm, the better. <laughs> oh, that's that's what we're gonna say. That's what we're gonna say. You you think it's only on my side of the family that we that we would take advantage of people's take advantage, kindness? Yes. Yikes. Okay. Well, I I have felt taken advantage of in our relationship at different Hell points. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. You see that? <laughs> um, you as long as you guys can see the invalidation of the feelings. Um, <laughs> but that's what I go through on on a, on a day to day basis. But on that note, my love, we're out of here. We're out of here. Bye guys.